Hello and welcome to The Word, bringing you the good news of Jesus Christ every day from the order of preachers around the world. Today is Ash Wednesday, and from the United States, we hear from Sister Barbara Kane. Sister Barbara lives in Great Bend, Kansas, and the title of her preaching today is Lent, a Spa for Your Soul. A reading from the book of Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is God, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. Perhaps God will again relent and leave behind a blessing, offerings and libations for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, proclaim a fast, call an assembly, gather the people, notify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Fare, O Lord, your people, and make not your heritage a reproach with the nations ruling over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred to concern for his land and took pity on his people. There's a wonderful hymn called There's a Wideness in God's Mercy. I'm sure you've sung it many times. It's a great song for Lent when we reflect on the mercy of our loving God. Now we can never earn God's mercy, but as we sing in this hymn, there's a kindness in God's justice. There's plentiful redemption. For the love of God is broader than the measures of our mind, and the heart of the eternal is most wonderfully kind. Our first reading from Joel reminds us that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. We also know how not to go about our Lenten practices from our gospel. We don't make a show of them. Our Lenten practices are not about us looking good or holy, but our acceptance of God's mercy. The joy of Lent is the opportunity to reflect on this wideness of mercy and how we are called to imitate it in our own lives. One tool for action is the use of spiritual disciplines. According to Adele Calhoun in the Spiritual Disciplines Handbook, disciplines are intentional ways we open space in our lives for the worship of God. They're not harsh, but grace-filled ways of responding to the presence of Christ with our bodies. Spiritual disciplines are a way for doing the prophet Joel's admonition to rend our hearts, not our garments. Darlow Fritz wrote, 
Spiritual disciplines are like a spa for your soul. Each discipline is like a room where you can go to meet God, who will accept you with open arms and lavish love. Take the weary and tired soul and give it new life. During Lent, we focus on three of these rooms, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And we probably each have our favorite ways to practice them. One question is to consider is, how are these working for you? Have you done them year after year? We will know that they're working when on Easter Sunday we can say that our practices have brought us closer to God. Have they opened spaces for worshiping God in new and closer ways? And are they ways to respond to the presence of Christ in real practical terms? I'd like to share how the discipline of fasting has played out in my life. Thirteen years ago, my religious congregation merged with several other Dominican congregations to form the Dominican Sisters of Peace. After a year of living into our new reality, we spent some time as a congregation thinking about how we had been living out our motto of be peace, build peace, and preach peace in our lives. Now, it's a daunting task to be peace every day, and I found myself wanting. So I decided to give up chocolate. It was a way, a discipline, to bring me closer to God. Now, I like chocolate a lot. And so I figured this would be a good discipline to bring about world peace. Uh, not too arrogant, huh? I soon realized that this would be a lot more difficult. Giving up chocolate would be more difficult because at Christmas and Easter, there are tons of commercials. But I still thought world peace was worth it, right? It's been 12 years now, and you can see there is no world peace. In fact, I think our world is struggling more than ever. But I still haven't eaten chocolate. Here's where my discipline opens up space for God. Every time I think about eating chocolate, I remember that there are millions of God's children who don't even have a piece of bread to eat or clean water to drink. People who are so far on the margins that they cannot see God's lavish love in any facet of their lives. When I remember these folks, I ask God to help me to figure out how to reach out to them. This gift of fasting is my favorite room in my spa for my soul. It keeps me grounded, and remind me to be grateful for all the gifts of God's love and mercy, of God's presence in my everyday life. Now, I try not to look too gloomy as I give up chocolate, just as Jesus warns in the gospel. I don't talk about it much. I don't boast about it. But it does bring me closer to God and God's people. And it once in a while gives me a reason to talk about this. So during this Lent, how will you live out one or all of the spiritual disciplines. My prayer is that however you do this, 
you will experience the wideness of God's mercy and love for you. Thank you.